really do. You're a 21 year old punk fucking kid. This grandpa's given you everything all your fucking life. You've never had a car payment, a house payment. Everything you live in was given to you by grandpa. You fucking don't know what it's like to work for a fucking living like I do. To bust my fucking ass and do what I do. And you know what, Sean? You fucked me, and that's the way you got it. But you know what? Your grandpa's money will run out someday, and you'll have to feast for yourself. Get a fucking job, you piece of shit. Welcome to Behind the Smoke Podcast. My name is Sean Walchef from Cali Comfort Barbecue, and we are above the butcher shop in Spring Valley uh, with my man Derek Marceau. What's happening? Not much. Just uh, sitting here smelling some beautiful happy hour wine, man. Nothing like a wine at 10.05 in the morning. Wine at 10.05 in the morning. I like how you roll. I, to be honest, I've, uh, I've never been so excited for a podcast. I mean, there's all kinds of swag in here. There's hats and shirts and wine and all kinds of cool stuff this is somebody pretty sweet prepared. <laughs> i like it man. I we like it. we uh we definitely appreciate that we uh we talk about that on this podcast a lot uh you know we started this to talk about business to talk about marketing to talk about uh really all the war stories all the things that go wrong when you're starting a business but um the people that grind it out and that actually uh persevere um you know the sexy photos on Instagram. That that's really the end result of a lot of fucking hard work. Did you see um, the uh, the green egg? <laughs> Lit up. The, the, it just it it just uh, looks sexy like that. It, that's how it came. Dude, <laughs> where was where was my behind the smoke in uh, Instagram video of you putting that? Did you put that together? Or you got people. Uh, you got no. people for that. I got people, dude. I got people. <laughs> it's Actually, good to have uh, people. Brian at Hot Sauces and More really came out and helped out. No um, way. Well, we put it together and then. Well, and I say we. But, um, <laughs> I supervise my my barbecue manager, Chris. Um, great kid. He uh, he put it together and with uh, Nick Zizo and uh, when I went, it was a little little uh, loose and didn't fit right. So I called Brian at Hot Sauce. Did it, did it come with IKEA instructions or did it have like? Bro, le- it was pretty close. Legitimate instructions. It was pretty pretty close. It was pretty gnarly, dude. It was um, really really. Have you have you ever put a whole fucking palette? Have you ever put together a piece of IKEA furniture? Yeah, that'll end that'll end a happy home. I did it once. Me and my wife laid out everything. She's like, "Get the tools. We're gonna do this." I'm like, "I don't need the fucking instructions. Just give me those screws." Almost break a break up a happy home. That IKEA piece of shit, dude. It's so bad. I I can't do it. I'll pay more. I'll pay more. My son has a little Power Wheels that I got him for his last year for his birthday. And I'm like, oh, fucking how, how hard can it be? It's a huge box. I'm like, Power fuck. wheels? <coughs> they don't assemble that already? It's probably already put together. All I'll probably have to do is put two tires on it. Where'd you get it, it from? Toys R Us? Because uh, it'll be a collectible. Walmart? Toys R Us is going out of business. Are they? Yeah. The brick and mortar? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Every fucking brick and mortar is going out of business, dude. Yeah. It's, it's so hard. It's a doggy dog world, man. Yeah. Brick and mortars are uh, no longer. You have to specialize in something. If you just want to be a commodity brick and mortar, it's, I don't Inventory. Know. Payroll. Dude. Payroll. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely payroll. Uh, it's definitely payroll for yeah. sure. Um, so what's uh, what's going on today? What, what's, what are well, we, doing we got we got some uh, some beautiful wine, like I said, from Happy Hour, and I brought in um, one of my favorite people at my store, who is uh, my beverage manager, my front end manager, Kat Nelson, who uh, you know we we met a while ago, and uh, her fiance. Now, fiance, oh, congratulations! Is, yep. um, don't buy IKEA furniture. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do it. Don't do it. And uh, is a is a good friend of mine. And um, 
kind of just started a relationship. We had it years ago, though, at when she was working at K&B Wine Cellar. She came and got some sausages and some meat for her uh, her dinners, her specialty dinners. And we started a relationship, and now uh, I got her on full-time. And then we got Chris and Jolly from uh, the owner of Happy Hour Wine. So welcome, guys. Thanks Thank so much you. for having us. This is amazing. We're yeah. happy to be here. No, we're, we're, we're stoked because I'm ready to get... Uh, dealt some Drunk. knowledge <laughs> on, on some of this wine because I'll tell you something is that I'm I'm a certified Cicerone for beer so I'm my palate's good for beer I, I understand it I know everything about it and um, I fucking suck at wine I mean everything well, about it I, I just I just can't but I, I'm, I'm here to dude I'm go let's go so this is what's so great about happy hour wine though is it's like we're making a happy hour any hour you know you don't have to be an aficionado this is easy drinking wine for every day so i brought some with us today so we're out like you said we're getting drunk at 10 o'clock in the morning cheers, nothing wrong with that either. right cheers to that cheers cheers yeah we brought some swag uh some happy hour hats i brought cat a tank top it says I followed my heart and it led me to happy hour wine, which is exactly kind of how we got started. How'd you guys meet? Through Kat? Kane, through okay. um, I contacted Kane wanting to help out uh, Kelly with their wine list. Uh -huh. And um, he's got how some long, of the how, best. When was that? Maybe two months ago. Yeah. Two months ago. And Kane Perfect. works for our Classic. distributor in uh, California no, Classic Wines. And before we go any further, let me say something about Kane. Yeah. He's a fucking rock star. He is. I absolutely love one Kane. One of the best I mean, in the he's been, he's been with mm -hmm. us for as long as I can remember. He's been one of our, you know, but that guy, if I say, Kane, I want to do a reset on the wine. I want to do this. And we're, we're friends now. Yeah. I mean, it's not even like he's a, he's our uh, just a salesman. He's one of our friends. He's part of the Valley yeah. Farm family. And, I you just, know, those things that he comes in and does for us, the merchandising, he doesn't have to do that. That's right. not no. part of his job. He's one of the only people that actually come out and hustle. And I've been, obviously... It's in the industry a long time i've never had somebody from classic come out and merchandise for me <coughs> it's the people that develop a deeper relationship with their customers mm -hmm. that are willing to listen and are willing to find out what what's going to help derek yep. you know what's going to help valley farm you know the guest that comes in and what's going to help cali comfort i mean kane was probably when we opened the restaurant the only person that ever came out for a wine company was kane he was he, super he excited did when multiple I told him. multiple tastings where we had to, but since then we haven't really focused on it until I tasked Corey with, you know, sexing up the wine program and, and the beer program. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you find good people. <laughs> yeah. At its finest. At and its that's finest. what it's about, right? Is developing those relationships with your distributors. That's what's helped us grow this brand exponentially yeah. over the last year. Yeah, so, because it's it like so many people forget that. You know, it's like, oh, how do I hammer down my vendor? And how can I, you know, like make sure I get the best price? It's like, it's it's about a long-term play. And that right. long-term play is what value can I add to them? Absolutely. Like if you add value to a vendor, imagine what they're going to do for you. Right. And imagine what that sales rep will do for you. And like, there's things that sales reps, they don't want to have to push, but they have to. Yeah. You know, that's coming from above their head. And if you're willing to just help them out with that, you know, They'll they'll run through they'll run through a wall for you. Absolutely. You know, and like so many people, they you know they'll treat dr drivers shitty, and like that's the same driver that's delivering your product. Mm -hmm. How about yeah. you? How about you find out who they are and thank them for coming in and find out a little bit more about the company. You'd be surprised at how much better that delivery gets yeah. no, your for you, names, for your managers, yeah. for your customers, for everybody. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We we try to do that here. We've um, we got away from that years ago with uh, someone who was working at my store and um, <laughs> we, we really you know I'm kind of hypersensitive to it now because we want to make sure that like you said it's a marriage and, and if I can help 
they have a job to do. They got to come in and get their route done. They they have shit they got to do. So if we can do anything we can to help, you know, be more efficient and, and get them out of here and, and make sure um, everything's smooth, that's uh that's big for us because like you said, when I do that, need that extra favor, you know, if I can call on them, sure. And then same thing with him. If he needs that, an extra favor, he can call on us, and that's what that. You know, Not only that, but then they buy into what you're doing and who you are and how you represent your business. I mean, we, we have drivers that come in to eat mm-hmm. because they're like, dude, I couldn't believe how nice your managers were and how nice everybody was. Yeah. Like on all my route, it's like it's a it, it's shit. Yeah. And then I come to well, they you, know, you guys sure. and you're so hospitable. Like just because we're hospitable to the customer doesn't mean we that hospitality ends, right. which is like things that frustrated me the most about like Restaurant Depot. You go down there, it's like they're taking care of restaurant owners, yet I can't get any fucking service. <laughs> right. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. come on. Somebody should start caring about the customer. Yes. You know, and like for us, it's really fascinating why people do what they do. So how, like, especially branding. So yeah. talk about you. This is a company owned by you and your husband. It is, yeah. So it's just the two of us. And our last name is Jolly. So I feel like it was fate, <laughs> right? The Jolly started Happy Hour Wine. Right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but I, really starting this brand goes way back uh, for me. So my great-grandfather was a winemaker uh, in Paris, actually in France, right outside of Paris in a small town called Orléans. And um, it was pretty cool, you know, in front of all the different houses, they had these weather vanes that would kind of tell people, you know, who's the blacksmith, who's the baker. And my great grandfather was the winemaker. Um, and it was so funny. I grew up hearing stories about my grandma saying, I would never touch the wine because your great grandfather, he would get in there and like, you know, I love Lucy style Stop stomping it. on the grapes <laughs> with his bare, gross feet with his you friends, like yeah. in their underwear, oh, yeah. you know, and she said, I just, Sean and I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> my my father-in-law is doing that right now. <laughs> so I grew up around stories like that and just being kind of, you know, uh, excited about the wine industry. And I had taken some wine classes when I was younger and, um, but when I went to college, I was always really fascinated by business as well and businesses that have succeeded, grown from nothing. So I actually graduated with a supply chain management degree. And at the time, people were kind of like, what's supply chain management? That sounds really fancy, you know. And it's really now at the core of so many businesses. Because really, yeah, what it is is sure. business logistics, right. you know. It's getting your product from point A to point B. Um, and so I learned a lot about that. And when I graduated, um, I was looking for a job. Which school? Saying, Arizona, State. Arizona State. Yeah, I went to Arizona State. Yeah. Sun yeah. Devils. Exactly. Did you try any wine when you were out there? I, I, didn't touch, I didn't touch a drop of alcohol until I was 21. Yeah, Come no, on. I've heard, I've heard it's a dry campus. <laughs> exactly. I didn't have any fun at all. We yeah. played you guys uh, in the Holiday Bowl. Yeah. 2001. And it was a party for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah we, it's we always a good, always a good time at ASU. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys, you guys are good hotel guests. We won. <laughs> <laughs> we won, by the way. Just in case but anyone's wondering. When I graduated, I was looking for a job, and actually, a friend of mine was working at this grocery store company. Their corporate office was in Southern California, so I'm born and raised in Southern California in Redondo Beach, uh, and so there's this grocery store company called Fresh and Easy Neighborhood Market. They were in El Segundo. And my friend was working for them in their supply chain department. He was like, you got to come over here and work for us. So I interviewed, I got the job and I thought, you know, this is great. Like I'm such a foodie. And so now I'm kind of taking the business aspect and the food aspect and putting it all together. And I get to buy food for a living. Like this sounds like fun, (laughs) you know? 
And uh, so when I first started working there, I was actually working under the wine buyer. So I, w- I would be the one who would actually just like place the order for the wine. But he was the one who really kind of got to decide what wines went into the store. And um, so I was really just, you know, taken back by that, thinking this is such a cool job. And he was nice enough to really kind of take me under his wing and teach me about product development and, um, you know, I, category management and all of this so we actually there was a trip that came up and it was to walla walla washington of nice. all places Fun. yeah uh so we went there and you know washington wine is, is pretty awesome and we were able to meet charles smith who i don't know if you know who that is he developed house wine mm-hmm. he just sold uh kung fu girl riesling and all those for like 120 million i mean no the guy's deal. a fucking rock <laughs> yeah, star right. and um so at the time he had just sold house wine and I said you know what house wine like how simple is that you know and he actually trademarked it and everything and so I got back from that trip and I said you know what getting back to basics is where it's at like making wine approachable and yes. not snobby yes. not complicated tell you, that's, yes. a, that's a huge huge thing to get through because I mean I can't yeah. tell you how many times we, we talk about a lot things have to be experiences yes and just looking at your label yes. the name it's an experience. You already it know. Is. It's like, dude, I'm fucking gonna have some fun. Yes, a happy absolutely. hour. You know, like this is this is what it's about. And if I can't pronounce the name, yeah, and I have to ask Cat because I have to ask Cat <laughs> shit all the time. Right. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I want to drink this. Absolutely, it's intimidating. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we wanted to take that you know intimidation factor out mm-hmm. of wine. Uh, so I came back from that trip and I said, you know what? I, I talked to my husband. I said. There's a happy hour at every bar and restaurant, right? But there's not a brand called happy hour where you can go into your local grocery store and pick it up and have happy hour anytime, anywhere. Right. Now, my husband's a firefighter, still is. Here in and, San Diego? Uh, no, in LA County. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. And he was like, you know what? That sounds amazing, but like starting your own wine company, that's insane, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, that sounds really complicated. Right, but on, uh, on his four days and six days, yeah, I'm sure he can fucking figure it out. Exactly, yeah. Like four of my said, best friends are, time. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Or firefighters, we call them overpaid Boy Scout. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, fuck, dude, you have, well, <laughs> you have four days off, six days off, yes. every other day off, I'm sure yes. you can fucking to, figure it to out. Their, exactly. To their credit, we uh, wildfires are no fucking joke. No, they I, are. totally. I'm, I'm, dude, if I'm it wasn't for those Boy Scouts, no means, I'm not disappointed. Yeah, we all run away from the fire, right? Running into yeah, the fire. Right. Yeah. Um, you can be a Boy Scout all you want if you're going to. But shout out to him. San yes. Diego and Los I, we Angeles. We love fire Yes, absolutely. First responders, we love them. So we, uh, he said, look, if you're going to do something like that, first of all, you've you've got to have that trademarked because you know that's something that's so widely used. And could it even be trademarked? You right. know. And so he looked it up on the trademark website, and sure enough, there's this guy in Florida who owned the trademark. And I couldn't figure out what he was doing with it. Like he didn't have a website, I couldn't find the product, so I had no idea if he was even using it or not. And his number was right there on the trademark website. So I called him up (laughs) out of the blue and I said, hi, my name's Kristen. You know, I'm interested in buying your trademark. I wanna start a wine company. This is what I wanna do with it. And he just kind of, you know, said there's absolutely no way that I want to sell this. You know, I'm doing a small business, but you know what? I don't wanna sell it and he hung up on me. Wow. So I called him every month for wow. a year and a half. Really? Yes. I love it. And after a year and a half, persistence, persistence pays off. That's what it's off. about, you know? So you got, what, 14 no's? Like, yeah, exactly. Like well, you're talking to nose. Mr. Persistent over here. <laughs> exactly. Don't let me get in like your head. Sean fucking <laughs> you'll start podcasting. You. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us now. You'll be podcasting, and you, you, you'll, you'll be a happy hour uh, wine library. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, finally, when I got through, 
through to him, you know, after a year and a half, he goes, well, how old are you? And I was in like my early 20s at the time. Like that, like that matters. Yeah, exactly. Right. And he, well, this is the reason why it mattered was because he said, well, I'm 92. Oh. I said, 92, you have to sell to me this trademark. Yeah, you have no. to sell me today. Dying. Like, yeah. what, right. what if you're not around when tomorrow? Right. <laughs> no, it's not probate and, or yeah, exactly. And so he said, you know what? You've been so persistent. And yeah, I'll sell it to you. Right. And so this guy didn't even have an email address. Like oh. we had to do everything via snail mail, which I'm sure a lot of millennials don't yeah. even know what snail mail is. Right? <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. You send a homing yeah. pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so we would send him the trademark, you know, paperwork, and he would want to like cross off one word, and so he would mail it back oh, to right. us, oh, and then wow. we would have to change it and mail it back to him. And this went on for like six months. I mean, it should have been done in a couple days, yeah, you know, right. and it was like a six month process. And every day, I'm thinking like, please. Please just be around please tomorrow. Yeah. Please stick in here for please. just a little bit longer. <laughs> and so finally, you know, after the six months, it, uh, it went through and we had the trademark. And then it was all about, you know, developing this product and the label and the wine and all of that. And so um, when we were developing the label, I said, look, happy hour has been around for so long, right? I wanted to have kind of a retro feel to it. So we've got these Love people it. on it. We spent hours and hours in like Total Wine and BevMo walking up and down the wine aisles. And there's so many with fancy writing and you walk right past them. They're not eye catching. So we wanted something yeah. that really caught people's eye. Uh, so we added these people on it. And then I actually um, developed the logo, which has a circle around it. And it's got these dashes. Uh, that's kind of like an analog clock. Uh, and it's supposed to represent like every hour of the day. And then we put this colon in between the happy and the hour, evoking a digital clock. So any way, any clock you look at, anytime, anywhere, it's happy hour now. So that's that is, what we, that is the coolest fucking UPC code I've ever <laughs> Thank seen. Thank you. Yeah. Damn. So, so Stephen, Stephen actually rad. designed that himself. It's a UPC code that's uh, shaped Dude, like really? a wine glass. So, that yeah. is so rad. And it scans. And so we were so nervous like doing that. You oh, know, we sure. thought, okay, we're going to do this. It's going to get to some big store and it's not going to scan and we're going to be fucked. You're yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, one of the things yeah. that's so important is like, Every single thing you can tell that you guys have thought out. Yeah, thank you. Know, you know, the font, the colors, the yes. way that everything, the label looks. I mean, the fucking UPC code, the fact that it's, <laughs> I mean, that, that's such a, such a cool touch. Thank you and, so much. Um, you know, when people are putting products, it's so difficult. Talk about yes. the process of getting a product into Albertsons uh, yes. or Whole Foods. Oh my gosh, it's so complicated. Because I mean, so, you, you've done all you, you've got yes. you've gotten the package. It's ready to go. Yes. Now what? Now how, do, so how, do you, how do you get to the next step? We actually, you know, so original. So I actually started this company when I was still working at Fresh and Easy. I was doing it on my lunch break after work, developing everything. And finally, when we got to the point where we said, okay, we actually have a product. We found the wine. We did everything. Um, I actually presented it to. I was close to our CEO at Fresh and Easy and um, I had been very upfront and honest with all my bosses like hey this is what I'm doing I don't want you to think it's a conflict of interest you know I wasn't buying wine at the time and um, I presented it to the CEO and he was like this is awesome you know that's such a great name great branding how did you get to know the CEO uh, so, well, since I worked there, you know, well, we just, a lot of people work in a lot of places and but don't, had, yeah, yeah. don't know the CEO. So I mean, I, he, you know, he, it was always an open door policy with him. So I open just door kinda, policy only means that the door is open if you're willing to if open If you're it. willing to if open it, if you don't if you're open that to go, fucking door, it, it doesn't do you any good. You have to walk in, if you, you have, have an to idea, introduce yourself. You've got to go and talk to the leaders and the people that yes. are pushing things forward and say, Hey, you know, this is what I want to do. Even if it's in conflict yes. with your job, yes. your current job, yes. because chances are 
which is what he obviously yep. did was he helped you exactly and you ha- you can't be afraid to do it yeah. you know you have to go out there and you have to just go after your dream uh, and so I presented he said put it in all stores put it in tomorrow and that's what we did so wow. it was amazing because you know I-, I was doing this on the side I was able to launch this in every fresh and easy and that was in California Arizona and Nevada it was about a hundred and fifty stores at the oh time and how many what's the order like how, how do you get to like a minimum order or, yeah so yeah. yeah so we actually um, it was you know all based off of pallets right so they yeah. would buy a pallet to that's go into their warehouse it was a lot of stores. yes like so, you're like, oh, go to what? the mom and pop shop. No, yeah. let's go to all the fucking fresh and easy yeah. on, on the West Coast. Yeah. That sounds great. So, what price point did you go in at? Uh, so, at yeah, it was time? like right around like it uh, was under $10 a bottle, which is no. exactly what we've tried to do from the very beginning. And then what we still do now is this wine is all about happy hour, any hour. So it's an under $10 retail wine. So we want it to be approachable to everybody, you know. Uh, so we were able to, to launch it in the fresh and easy. It was doing so well. And I mean, we were up against, we were outselling Barefoot Chardonnay and Cupcake Red Velvet. And we were, you know, up against these huge brands, Menage a Trois, Apothic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put it on sale and it was the number one and number two selling SKU out of 200 SKUs. And a year to the date, basically, that we launched, Fresh and Easy went out of business. Right. And uh, I remember thinking like, oh, shit, you know, not only am I losing my job, my nine to five, but now I'm losing the only store. Yeah, that's selling happy hour. Like, gosh, you know, this really sucks. And so um, what was amazing, though, is it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me, the best thing that ever happened to the brand, because had I always been doing it on the side, it would never be where it is now. Yeah. And so it gave me that push to say, you know what, I'm going to do this full time now. And it sort of allowed us to press the pause button do and press the reset button on this brand. Yeah. So, you know, we were able to say, okay, what is, what are we really going to do, you know, for the future of this brand? And really at the time I said, you know, what, I want this to be our proprietary wine that mm-hmm. nobody else has. That was the most important thing to me. We already had the packaging done. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, you know, at the time when we had done it with Fresh and Easy, we had done what was called a quote unquote private label program, right? It was lower minimums. We went to a winery in Santa Barbara. Um, and so I said, you know what? I want to do our proprietary blend. But in California with some of these wineries, if you don't have astronomical volume, you're not going to be able to do your own wine. So uh, we ended up through some friends of friends getting introduced to this incredible fourth generation winemaking family in Spain. Right. And actually, the daughter of the winemaker lives right here we're, in La Jolla. We're in Spain. Nice. In the La Mancha. La Mancha. So it's in the yeah, La Mancha absolutely. region of Spain. So it's like directly below Madrid. It's sure. a huge winemaking region. It's amazing It's out there. amazing. I it's, lived in Alicante for oh, six really? months. So yeah, oh, I have a special place in Spain. So in you know heart, how yeah. good Spanish oh, wine my God. is. Yeah. I had yeah I was drinking at that time so yeah I had I, I had a few a uh, few gallons of Spanish wine. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you know we developed these blends with them and we said you know what you know we wanted a Chardonnay that was light crisp refreshing not heavily oaked and buttery mm-hmm. and this chardonnay is incredible no that's actually yeah. what i was just thinking when, yeah. I, when i had it too i was like damn that's actually like it hits you it's like the refreshing that's yeah, what i like exactly personally yeah. um sometimes it's not you know sometimes when i like wine you know it's probably not like the fanciest but yes. it's like dude that, that right now i just had that i, I loved it yeah Kat, good. when did you guys meet 
the two of us. Yeah. Yeah, we met at, uh, at Cali Comfort. Oh, you met at Cali at Comfort. Cali Comfort. Yeah. No way. That yeah. was the first time that you met. That was the first time Get we the met. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You guys were like <laughs> yeah. girlfriends. Yeah, right. No way. You're like. <laughs> That's how it is in the industry. No yeah. way. Really? Yeah. Yes. That's so exactly. rad. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, so we, and then we developed the red blend. So we have, it's a Cab Syrah Petit Verdot blend. It's so <laughs> smooth, velvety, easy drinking. Um, but really, you know, so we went from ordering kind of just pallets of wine right to ordering full containers of wine and here we are ordering it yeah from santa barbara it's pretty close right Right. now we're ordering it from (laughs) spain and we're like shit now we so how does that all work yeah is it i mean you're getting the containers of wine and bottling here no so we bottle label everything in spain wow we put it all into a container we have two warehouses now so at this time last year employees or is this this is just me myself and i and my husband you guys are in you go to Spain yes. to do this? Get yeah. the fuck out of yeah. here. You're bottling all these yeah. wine. Yes. We're bottling all in Spain. Still and today? Till, still to this day. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. So, so it's more cost effective to do everything there than to just get the juice over here and then do all the bottling yeah. and labeling yes, here? Yes, it is. It really is. You know, it's amazing how we were able to really like improve the quality of wine. We're able to improve our packaging with printed screw caps, printed cases, all these things that, you know, a customer doesn't really... No. no, but the thing well, is that it makes such a huge difference when you're just looking at you the brand from a shelf. I mean, we talk about it too. It's like when you buy when you buy an iPhone, yeah. you don't realize that customer experience, but that box is sexy. Absolutely. Like the the manual inside, there isn't one. Yes. Yeah, there's just a there's like a sticker. Yes. You know, a cool sticker. It opens up and it glides <laughs> out, and you're like, you know, this is your iPhone experience. Yes. That happens only when people care about the entire process. Absolutely. Yes. Well, and you might not have cared about the entire process if you stay with your nine to five. So Mm -hmm. it almost forced you. So sometimes people don't understand, but being uncomfortable, there's a lot of growth in being, being comfortable, you you don't grow. I mean, you just kind of became stagnant. And if you would have just stayed with fresh and easy, um, I mean, it might not be where it it is today. I know it wouldn't be. I mean, gosh, we were in three states, you know, a year and a half ago, and now we just opened up our 23rd state. It's like I if, mean, there's no way watch, that that would happen. If you watch Shark Tank, I yes. mean, the number one thing that they'll hammer down on an entrepreneur is like, you know, okay, well, what are you spending your time? Well, I'm spending my time, my off time, you know, 40 hours doing this. Well, you have another job? Yeah. Like, yeah, I have another job. Well, once you're ready to jump off the cliff, yeah. yep. then you're all in. Yeah, like, and once absolutely. you're all in, then we know that we can invest. Yes. You know, and, and like you learned by literally circumstance. Absolutely. But it was one of the best things that happened to you. It was. It was the best thing because it, honestly it's it's amazing how much it's grown. you could have gone and got another grown. job. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Done a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been hustling ever since. I mean, you know, we we really did so it's it's three states to 23. We started in with a warehouse in just Los Angeles. So we were bringing in the wine into the port of Long Beach. We had a, a warehouse in Los Angeles. And now how we long just, does it take to get from Spain to Los Angeles? From Spain to Los Angeles, it's about like four and a half weeks just of uh, you know, transit time. Oh, gosh, there's insurance you have to worry about. Oh, yeah, about. yeah time. exactly. That's, that's, those are yeah. your pro- that's your product. Yeah. So it's incredible if you really think what about... What happens if it's in the hurricane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. you're screwed. You know? <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah. so, you got to go back to Spain and bottle yes, more. Yeah. So we have, you know, we opened up a, a warehouse in New Jersey as well. So that, that way we've got inventory here just in case something happens, right? While mm-hmm. the other stuff is coming over. And um, it's amazing that as a customer, right? You walk into a grocery store and you see a bottle <coughs> of wine on the shelf, you know? And if it's out of stock, you're upset, right? 
But you don't realize how much goes into that, right? Oh, no. From the packaging to, you know, you, you see grapes on a vineyard and it's like what it takes to care for those grapes and then what it takes to make the wine and then, you know, what it takes to bottle it and you've got suppliers for bottles, for labels, for screw caps, sure. for boxes. Then you're palletizing everything and putting it into a truck that goes to the port. Then you're throwing it on a boat that goes into two warehouses and then you've got to find, you know, the distributors that will distribute your product and the yeah. retailers that'll buy your product and then the consumer that'll buy your product once it's at retail. So, yeah. there, And there's so much in between that that sure. goes through it. But well, it's I mean, if, like, if incredible. you look at it from a store level, I mean, Kat, how do you... Because one of the things that impresses me most about Valley Farm, the way that you guys do it, is you care so much about how sexy it looks and like the craft beer, the way that it's placed on the shelf, the way that you know all the labels are facing. I mean, all that stuff matters. And when you go to a store that it doesn't matter and the shelves are dirt, dusty and it's not placed out. right, and then there's yeah. shit in the aisles that it's like, you know, I'm trying to sell you this because like I want to sell it and it's on, whatever it is, I feel like I'm, I'm getting, I feel like someone's trying to manipulate me. Like yeah. if, if it's clean, which is how you, how, talk about your program. How do you, guys, how do you guys do it here? What 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 kind of uh, leash does does Derek allow? <laughs> I just have a pretty long leash with Derek. Yeah, yeah. But then there's the eye. There's the what eye. Not, the Derek eyes. Not, <laughs> not not both. Just one. Uh, just the eye. Or the pout. Some somewhat pouty. Like how many wines do you guys have here? Oh, that is a great question. Mm-hmm. A couple hundred to two two three hundred. And how do you go about picking? So that is something that is new to me here at Valley. However, okay. I've been doing it for a long time. So I haven't really um, delved into that here, but normally what I do is meet with the different suppliers, the um, winemakers when they're available, um, taste the wines. That's the first thing. Uh, what I'm looking for specifically, what I've always been looking for is the um, small wineries, the family owned wineries, boutique wineries, um, that type of a thing. Um, just because I like to support small, like to support local. Mm-hmm. I don't want the big corporate things. I don't want the grocery store wines, especially in a place like Valley Farm where we are family owned um, and uh, independent business. That's the idea of moving forward that I want to see in our wine department. Um, and then, like I said, you taste the wine, you figure out, I'm looking for something that's a value to my customer that they're, mm-hmm. they're not going to pay you know, $500 for or even $50 because I'm- a lot of people, such as <coughs> myself, I'm drinking wine every day. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not paying $50 every single day. I can't get over the fact that Kristen, you and your husband are fucking bottling this wine and <laughs> you're selling either. it for $10. Yeah. Like, how the fuck does that? <laughs> I know. Like, the economics <laughs> just is blowing yeah. my mind away. Yeah. It's like, me too. Yeah. Fact, but hey, at least, at least, at least there's not a lot of overhead. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's Absolutely. true. That's true. Inter- hey, international yeah. HR yeah. laws. Kat, can you uh, give us a little background, though, on, on um, why uh, we should listen to you about wine? I like this. It's a job interview. Because I really like to drink a lot. Yeah, you're really good at drinking. Really efficient at drinking all these bottles. That's a good reason. No, seriously. No, tell us about uh, the Psalm stuff. Okay. Well, I started in the restaurant industry, and actually uh, started. um, Well, I started as a hostess, but I um, got into the bar industry. I hated waiting tables. I didn't like people (laughs) the way people treated servers. I'm very hypersensitive to what people are thinking or feeling, and Waiting tables just wasn't for me. So as soon as I turned 21, the owner put me into um, bartending and bar managing at Tealio's out on Marina. It was a nightclub, live oh, yeah. music. We were doing Still the is. swing thing. It, yeah, when I was Still there, rocking. it was the peak. It was at the, at the height. <laughs> it was so much fun. A lot of you know big bands, uh-huh. ska and um, rockabilly came out of it. 
Um, but being in that position, I was just constantly introduced to new spirits, wines, etc. I love cooking. I love food. Um, it all just comes together for me, you know. And so I uh, moved on from there and started working at the Prado, and I worked under a psalm there, and um, that's where... I really Prado's started incredible. I mean, the Cohen Restaurant Group with the Cohen Restaurant. Cohen right? Restaurant. It was the most monstrous bitch of a job I've ever had in my life. Really? It, it turned me off of restaurants. Yeah, it was. I mean, three hundred and seventy seat, um, triple turnover. There was a wait out the door at yeah. every single morning. I mean, only restaurant in Balboa Park at the time when yeah. I was there. Um, I got my ass kicked. Like I, I, it made me start hating the restaurant industry. Yeah. Just like. Yeah, I felt like I was wasting my time. It's just turnover, turnover, turnover. Food's amazing. We always made the greatest experience. It's a Cohen restaurant group. Yeah. It's in Balboa Park, but it was relentless. I mean, 16-hour days in stilettos because we all had to look, you know, hot. Yeah. It, yeah, it was gnarly. So, but I, le I learned a lot there and started, that's where I started making a lot of the relationships with the um, distributors and uh, winemakers and started doing a lot of the tastings and all of that and um, I just I loved it and I love to read so I just started getting every book I started honestly with wine for dummies no joke there and then go. um it, it was entertaining and I'm like oh I want to I want to learn more and just picked it's up like the wine bible it's like an outline uh, kind of yeah, yeah. It's just, it just gives you a little bit of you know the terms and all of that and then I went on to the wine bible and then after that I just <coughs> I wanted you know all I wanted to I wanted the psalm not because I want the title I want I wanted the knowledge yeah um you know obviously the title's cool but um to me that's not important there's a uh, a wine author the one who wrote um uh catherine the one who wrote the wine bible i was just speaking of i can't remember her name for the life we'll of her put it, we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> all, all this uh is going to be diligently put in the show notes so any of the books or anything we talk about um even where you go in spain perfect <laughs> uh, but she has never been able to she's probably one of the most knowledgeable people on earth about wine she like i said she wrote the wine bible cannot pass the um, psalm exam tasting yeah. portion of it. She has all of this um, book smarts, but not the tasting, not the palate. I just, I find that amazingly interesting, sure. you know, mm -hmm. so. So you became a psalm and uh, where'd you go from there? Um, well, at the same time I was doing the psalm, so as I, I, I was telling the psalm, is pretty much self-taught. You do your own studying, your own tasting, your reading. At the time, I was the general manager at K&B. And um, every Wednesday from 9 a.m. till 5, I just met with distributors, tasted, tasted, tasted. Mm -hmm. So I had a unique opportunity. <laughs> I just yeah, lived down the street. There was no Uber at that oh, time. You guys are going to love this. There's a lot of spitting involved. Yeah. But no, no joke. Just spitting, spitting, spitting. And there were a few times here and there where I'm, I wouldn't say I felt wasted, but you know, I could right. feel it a little bit. But you don't when you're tasting professionally you don't you shouldn't be getting drunk right you mm -hmm. it's you're spitting you're assessing you actually taste the wine better that way um so but and you know taking notes taking notes and so like i said a, a very unique opportunity to be able to taste wines all price points from all over the world that a lot of people going through the program they have to pay for out of pocket so for me it was really really good um, and so working towards the SOM exam, which I actually had a sponsorship through Young's Market. They paid for the first exam, nice. which was awesome. Uh, my boss at the time paid for the next one. Also awesome. And then 
Hint, hint. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one thing I do know is Derek uh, and I, we both value education and continuing education. Huge I mean, my components. grandfather, he never stopped learning. He was a medical doctor, and once he stopped his medical practice when he was 65, he started <coughs> learning about real estate. And, I love it. I mean, he just yeah. never, he never stopped learning, and he never stopped going to trade shows or, you know, picking up a book or an yep. industry. Or whatever yep. he was interested in, yep. you have to continue learning. And yep. I know uh, Derek and myself were... I mean, we were just at the podcast conference. We I mean, we just started podcasting. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Like, you know, for us, learning more about what we're passionate about more. is really, really important. What's awesome about this industry, wine, beer, spirits, it's constantly evolving. There's always more to learn. There's new techniques, whether it comes to um, growing the grapes or harvesting <coughs> the grapes. There's just, it's constantly. So, there, like you said, there's always, always something. Yeah. Even coming in here today, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, there's, I'm behind. I don't know everything. What if they ask me a question? Yeah. I'm not, I don't know yet. But just having that out there just to constantly oh, be yeah, reaching absolutely. for it, you know? Well, finding resources. I mean, finding resources and making relationships with people like Kristen. The relationships you know, are just the most those amazing are the, part. Those are the things you just never know mm-hmm. who that person's going to be yeah. that will be someone to lean on <coughs> that might have an answer to a question yeah. that might save you, you know, all kinds of headaches for dealing with something that you're like, well, why does this company do this? Like. Well, you ask somebody that, hey, they're not the CEO, but maybe they were, you know, a sales rep, or maybe they were even a driver, yeah. and you ask them, and they give you this information. You're like, holy shit, really? That makes sense. And then I go and ask Derek, and I'm like, hey, did you know this? And he goes, oh my god, let me ask this person. All of a sudden, you've solved this puzzle all by yourself, which you couldn't find on the internet, but you had to do it by asking. And yeah. what's amazing too is that you know this industry, once you start knowing everybody, it is quite small. It's very like small. everybody knows somebody, mm-hmm. and so that's why you know it's all about the relationships that you form, and um, that's what's been so interesting. And we've had some horror stories with buyers, and some great stories with buyers. <laughs> you well, know, give, us, give us a horror story with a <laughs> yeah, buyer. A horror I'm, story. Yeah. Oh shit. They buy a bunch of shit. <laughs> no. Oh gosh. Okay. I have a I have a horror story with a buyer. Uh, I won't name names because we still yeah. want to. She might there. be sitting here. Because right <laughs> right, we still want them to buy something, maybe. Oh, they might be in the room. So what's or they in- might get a <laughs> they, might, they might be in the room. What's, inter- what's interesting about working with distributors and retailers is it's such a catch-22 sometimes. You know, the retailer wants you to already have the distributor in that state, right? Yes. But the retailer, or the, yeah, the retailer wants you to have the distributor, but the distributor wants you to bring uh, you know, the business already from the retailer. So you're in this catch 22 of like, which one's gonna, you know, pull first. Um, and not every retailer works with all your distributors. I mean, so that, that happens in craft beer. It yeah. happens all the time. You Absolutely. Know, it's like, we're not going to open up a new account with yeah. another craft beer company. Yes. If there's already a distributor that we can get the craft beer. Absolutely. From. So it is a catch 22. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, there is definitely one buyer <laughs> I sent samples to. Um, a couple of times and you know I was just following up with everything and that's my job right I send the samples I follow up we try and get in and uh, after a while I remember I was traveling and I was in where the corporate office was and so I called him and I left him a message like hey I'm in town if you happen to be available would love to take you for some coffee just to meet face to face and he wrote me an email back like I feel like you're stalking me, and that's not good when you're no in sales. No way. No <laughs> way. Yeah, and no punctuation, all lowercase, didn't sign the email, and I was like, wanted to be like, you fucking uh, asshole. Right? Like, you know, it's, 
don't give me going. We're dealing email with etiquette. wine here. Yeah, it's, it's email <laughs> etiquette. Sorry, I'm stalking you with wine. Did you reply all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, it was so bad. But then we deal with other buyers, you know, that are incredible that have given us that chance. I mean, gosh, we're in every fresh and uh, we're in every um, fresh market location. It's in like 12 states. We've gotten in there. We're in Cost Plus World Market on the East Coast. We're in Whole Foods so here in Southern California. Since we're talking about Whole Foods, has yeah. anything changed since Amazon bought them? Um, I know that they're definitely changing some things. They're, they're, they're going to be. I know they're changing some back stock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're really, really big on back stock. Yes, that's, that's definitely changed. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I don't think too much has changed from the wine standpoint just yet, but I'm sure that it will. And um, you know, like you were talking about before, everything's constantly changing. You know, in, in grocery stores and the wine industry and what they want, what they need, what customers want. So, what's your breakdown for sales as far as <coughs> online direct to consumer? Um, it really it's zero. Really so zero. yeah, we but you we can. do everything. Somebody wanted to to buy on so the we, website on our website definitely yeah. you can um but most of our sales are through you know retailers so we're going through distributors and it's amazing all state compliance is a whole other oh. thing it's so funny when we started this business i felt like okay I, i've got this like i understand product development and category management and i understand the wine industry and i've got this i had no fucking clue like yeah. i i thought you know that this was going to be a walk in the park and it was it has been anything but yeah um and so state compliance is a level that i just didn't it wasn't even on my radar and going from state to state i mean even just to ship wine into the state you have to have a license yep. and every single state is different have you, you guys know? ever thought about not creating your headquarters here in california and moving it to another state so um, that way it's, it's, you know, yeah, we've thought about it, but we were born and raised in Southern California. Well, you don't necessarily yeah. need to move yourself. That, that's true. Move the address. Yes. Maybe, oh. you know, get um, an office yes. over there. It's it's definitely, you know, a possibility, but no matter what, even if, you know, we moved offices it, still in every single state when we're shipping wine into, you know, sure. Florida or Texas or wherever, it's all these different compliance standards. And so there was one time, you know, we were going into uh, the state and I realized, you know, when you uh, have a business, you have a federal identification code. Yeah. And I realized when we filled out all this paperwork that I had like done a typo on that code. Ooh. And we got the paperwork back. We were ready to ship into the state. And uh, they I noticed the typo. So I just called them because I thought, oh, they'll just change it. Oh, right? no. Not a big deal. So I just called them. I said, oh, I made a typo. You know, can you change that code? Oh, no. I had to start oh. from scratch. Oh, like, yeah. oh, then you got to pay the state fee again. Yep. You got to wait the time. You got to redo the whole thing. And I just said, I should have kept my fucking mouth shut. And yeah. then they would never would have known, you know? I have no idea. <laughs> but it's things like that. But then that. it would have bit you in the ass later yeah. oh, when you paid your taxes. Absolutely. Like an audit came through. Yeah. Yes. So you yeah. did the right I thing. I did the right thing. It's an expensive time <laughs> lesson, but yeah. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. It's been fun. So with two. Wines. Yes. Do we call them flavors? Is, am I right? By calling them, what do I call them? Varietals. Varietals. Yeah. Varietals. Yeah. So two varietals. Yeah. Are, you, are you thinking about expanding at all? Are you, yeah. What about uh, a rosé? Yes. I'll say rosé all day. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to keep this simple. You know, we said it's happy hour. We want a happy hour white, a happy hour red. Keep it simple. Grow the business from here. Grow the demand. Um, and so rosé is definitely on our radar. Sure. Uh, we've tasted one. <laughs> it looks like that one's approved. So maybe early next year. Right. 
go. And nice. then if we have a white, a red, and a rosé, I feel That's like perfect. we're set. You yeah. know? Awesome. Yeah. 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 Simplicity is huge. People exactly. don't understand that. Simplicity yes. is such a big thing. It is. It really helps you. And I mean, it's just manageable. Absolutely. Especially with just you and your husband. Yes. I mean, it's, it's manageable. You don't have to worry about all the moving parts. And, yeah. Well, obviously, there's a ton of moving parts outside of that, but just the, the three varietals. Yes. Um, you know, absolutely, be, be a lot easier. and it's been great what we've been able to do this far. Even just this, these two. You know, uh, Stephen's actually done an incredible job on our Instagram page. So at Happy Hour Wine, oh yeah, that's we've right. grown it you to over thirteen thousand really, followers. Really yeah, thank you. Very it's, impressive. it's been so fun to watch it grow, and look at it. We can tell that you know. Good job, Stephen. <laughs> we're looking at it right now. Thanks. You're killing it. So, well, yes. I mean, sex sells. We're, it, I mean, we're we're obvious. I mean, Instagram's become so popular because it's so clean and yes. so easy. And you, I mean, image is everything. I mean, we Absolutely. talk about it like, you know, Andre Agassi Sharp back in like the 80s is, you know, he's putting on an ad campaign, image is everything. Yes. And now we're in a world where Facebook, Instagram, everything is how sexy is the photo, how yes. sexy is the video. And, you know, with your photos all over the, all over the place, you know. Yeah that helps drive your brand. It really does. You gives know? awareness. Yeah, and it's amazing when you look at some of these huge wine brands that have, you know, 6,000 followers, 9,000 followers, right. and here we are, like, limited distribution, and so people well, are out relevant. there, and they're, yeah, they're looking for it, they're looking for more places but to buy it. they want to connect, and they yeah. want to know about the story, and the way that you tell that story is through your social media, yes. is through Snapchat, is through Instagram, is through Facebook, is through podcasts. I mean, fuck, how do you go and tell people, like, that you're actually bottling the fucking yeah. wine yourself? Yes. Like, how, yeah. like... You can't tell that story. You can't write it on the label. Right, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yes. I mean, you you know, like, and that's why it's so important because then people, they, they're they like, well, that that's the kind of family that I want to support. Yes. And then they try the wine. They're like, oh, my God, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And the price is great. Right. Speaking of that, yeah. what's up with the red? Are we going to have the red? <laughs> None for you. Are we going to try it? Yeah, let's yeah. do the red right let's now. Let's do the red, man. Do I mean, it. There you go. It's I'm, open. I'm really parched. Hugging. I already yeah. how many uh, How many restaurants are you guys in? Uh, you know what? Actually, we're not in that many restaurants. So actually, since we I know you're in with, one in Spring Valley, we are indeed. <laughs> so we're in Cali Comfort. Um, you know, restaurants definitely are on our radar as something that we want to uh, to expand because we feel like it's simple, right? It's like, what do you have on for happy hour? We have happy hour wine. You for know, sure. it's a house wine. It's a happy hour feature. Uh, it's perfect for restaurants. So that's definitely something that's a focus for this upcoming year. You know, this year was really about establishing our distribution network. Um, and then now we're just going to grow from there. And it's been incredible to partner with people like Classic Wines, <coughs> where they yeah. have this, you know, great relationship with a lot of restaurants. So that definitely helps. Um, Thank you. Passing around the wine here. Red is awesome. So the red is a Cab Syrah Petit Verdot blend, and it's just oh, it's smooth, it's velvety, it's juicy. So why'd you go with a blend instead of a... Um, straight Cab yeah. or something. Yeah, so blends are really taking off. They totally know? are, yeah. yeah, for sure. So we knew that it was on trend, and we said, you know what, we loved the fact that we could play around with the wine to ensure that we delivered consistency, vintage after vintage, to our customers. And a, a blend is a great way to be able to do that. Now, Kat, am I supposed to let this breathe for a little bit before <laughs> I drink it? No, because the way that the wine has been made by yeah. Kristen and Stephen, or their fourth-generation winemaker, it's ready to drink. Yes. Nice. It's all yeah. about drinking it now. Now. Yep. Here she goes. Yep. <laughs> also, on the note of um, choosing a blend, um, blends bring out the best of the grapes and complement each other, of each of the different varietals. So that's why they have become so popular over the years. 
a straight cab sometimes going to be super in your face, tannic and biting on the tongue, throwing wow. a little Merlot in there, and That's it's going to soften it up a little bit or a little bit of Syrah or whatever there. It brings all the best com- components of the grapes into one so, bottle. One thing I'm realizing with this, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, um, we don't know if you how, don't tell us. It's it's uh, not like too nosy, like where it, where it yeah. comes out of my nose or anything. You know, Hot, it's just alcoholic. really like yeah, just mm-hmm. really um, like smooth. smooth. Yes, that was. Uh, I don't like red wine. Oh, and I really really like that. Fantastic! Right. I'm glad to hear it. Thanks. I'm a, and that's what it's a, all a about. Guy. It's it. They really are easy drinking wines, and you know we do events all the time. Sure. Why? And we're actually, Why? So events are a great way to just get out get there, out there. Have tell, custom, yeah, tell our story. What kind of events do you prefer? Uh, so we do like wine and beer festivals. Okay. So like, for example, this Saturday, Cat's actually pouring. Yes, yes at the nice. San Diego Zoo, so a nice. beer and wine festival. Mm-hmm. And Corey, so they're actually pouring mm-hmm. happy hour there. Oh so it's just a way <laughs> to get the brand out there for customers to just get familiar with the product. Talk, to about, try it. talk about what is your setup. And why is the yeah. setup important? Yes. Because we talk about it all the time. All the I mean, for barbecue huge. competition yeah. teams, for yeah. catering restaurants, yes. we are so in for events because it's the best way to get your product in front of customers. Yeah. I think we have some photos up on the on yeah. our Instagram page of like our whole layout, but oh my gosh. So we have everything from like, you know, we do the red tablecloth. We've got this giant display that's... Uh, <laughs> It's about 10 feet high, and we actually have the wine bottle cut out, and people oh, can awesome. put their faces in the wine bottle cut out. Why is into that, like, why is that into like these faces? It's just so fun. Yeah, so Engagement. people do it for Instagram. Exactly. It's all and about they're going to be exactly. it, having yes. it forever. Exactly. exactly. And why. so then people post that, yep. and then it just you know goes viral from there. So it, it is. But it's, it's the branding. You know, you're you're so you've done such an amazing job creating this label, Thank creating you. this bottle, creating this UPC code, this brand. But it doesn't stop there. Yes. You know, it has to continue to the event because we talk about when people put on events or the, you know, let's say there's a taste of San Diego and yes. there's 40 restaurants that go out there. You know, they'll be. The sad thing is, only 20% of those restaurants will send their best team, yeah. and they'll send their best team and they'll bring their best food. Other people will try to cut on cost. Yeah, they'll try to, stupid. you know, like, oh well, I can't. You know, there's going to be 5,000 people. We can't be serving <coughs> tri tip because. That's going to cost us too much. Well, then don't go. Yes, yep. don't go. If you're not going to put, put your, your best, best foot forward, if you're not going to do that, then yep. just don't go. Mm-hmm. You know, because that is your best opportunity to engage one on one with somebody. Out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's absolutely amazing. You know what you're able to do, especially when you're talking about taste. Yeah. I and mean, when you're bringing barbecue or you're bringing wine, like that's your event. Yeah. You know, you should shine. Yeah. People should leave there and be like, oh, we got happy hour wine. Yeah. Like that's the one that they think and of, right? And it's also a great way for us to tell people where they can find our wine, right? Yeah. So we're like, hey, we're on the wine list at Cali Comfort. Hey, come find us at Valley Farms. Yeah. You know, it's, it, I would crush this with some brisket. There, there you go. go. Yeah, there you go. absolutely. I'll tell you right now, that yeah. would be phenomenal with some yes. brisket. Absolutely. That's a, it is. It's a great way to just get customers, you know, engaged and let them know where to find us. And it's incredible. It doesn't matter, you know, whether we're on the wine list at, at Cali Comfort, if we're in Valley Farm, if I walk into a Whole Foods, no matter what it is, it still is like the first time for me. When I walk sure. in and I see my wine on a wine list in a store, it's absolutely incredible because we've worked so hard for yes. this product. Well, you're proud so of it. We're proud of it. You know you're yeah. giving a good price point. Yes. You're not so it's something I talk about too at the store. It's I, I sleep well at night and I'm still excited about everything because I know I'm giving the best deal I can. Yes. And I, I don't want you coming 
I don't want you probably don't want people drinking your wine one time a year. Yeah. You want no. them to drink it all the time. Absolutely. Same thing. I don't want you to come to Valley Farm yes. once a year for the holiday to have a good prime rib roast. I want to keep my prices down, give you the best product so you come and you become a customer every single day. Absolutely. And that's what you're creating with this. It's yes. awesome. Yep. And that's what we want, you know, buyers, uh, at retailers to think that as well. They want, I want to know, have them know that we're out there, you know, and we're giving them the best product for them to sell to their customers as well. Mm-hmm. And we go out and we travel. I mean, gosh, I was just in Arizona a couple of weeks ago. I was just in Florida up until last night. Are, Heading you, down are, here. You, are you personally on Twitter I'm, or Instagram or uh, I Facebook? I am on uh, Instagram, Kristen Jolly. Um, actually, it's Jolly Good Times. There you go. <laughs> so, so people can follow you? They can, absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny because I do so much, you know, with, the, with happy hour and all this stuff, I need to do a better job of posting well, my well, own because I'm constantly traveling but, and I'm like, oh, I'm but that's doing the fun cool stuff. stuff. Yeah. Like, and that's what we found about the podcast is yeah. behind the smoke allows yeah. both Derek and I, not just this is what Cali Comfort's doing yes. or Valley Farm. This is like, this is what goes on like in our life to yes. put this on, right? You know, and like you're on those journeys, you're Absolutely. there, you're at the warehouse, you're mm-hmm. traveling, like, you know, hey, this is what you know you're doing, and yes. people can follow you. The problem, the problem with bigger brands is they're not getting that. And by the time they do get it, you're going to be so far ahead of them. Yes. You know, you're going to be so far ahead of them because you've positioned yourself to make it part of the journey. Right. Absolutely. You know, and like that stuff is so important. And that's the coolest part about social media and digital media mm-hmm. is like you can reveal that stuff. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So we're going to follow you. That's a, that's <laughs> a, a, that's a pretty uh, menu. We got a oh, I was just oh my gosh, Look I haven't that. seen that. Right? That looks incredible, so, you guys. So, Sean, how is how have salesmen? So, this is not uh-huh. out. Is it out? Oh, not yet. We're, we're so this actually, is pre-release. This is oh behind the smoke. I'm literally behind the smoke. We're looking uh, at the most incredible menu right, right? now, Wasn't Kelly that Comfort. Great? Yeah, that's so. I, I'm going to take two seconds to plug uh, Corey yes, Wagner over here because so since we opened the restaurant, I've always. Eric, our bar manager, our now our general manager, my business partner, he has had full responsibility of bar, of bar. everything that's right. beer, liquor, wine. Now he's the GM. Like, it's amazing when you start with 18 employees and then now you have, we have 92, how many different things yeah. and how many different moving parts. And to get from eight taps, we had to build a keg room to get 24 taps so that we can get all these craft beers. But so many different jobs and so many different people, sales reps coming in, mm-hmm. and in the beginning, Eric would have to go up to Southern, up to Young's, you know, split cases of liquor, I've been there, totally you know, understand. like loading up his, his uh, Toyota to get back. Yeah. It takes adding great members to your team. And I tasked Corey, <coughs> with, you know, I need help. Can you fix the wine program? I don't care how you do it. You work with Eric and you, you know, let's get better wine for our customers because it's one of the most embarrassing things. We just, we, we don't have people that want wine when they come to the restaurant, well, but that doesn't mean that we should ignore yeah. it. That oh, does absolutely. not mean that we should ignore it yeah. because there are people that want wine. Yeah. You know, they go out to eat and, you know, this menu, now we actually can offer them mm-hmm. some fucking amazing wine yep. yeah. with an amazing yep. story along it. with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And like you said, that red, it goes perfect but, with barbecue. barbecue. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you guys are going to kill it. I it just amazing. can't wait to see. I want the report in a month of, once this menu goes out of how your wine sells. Well, what about um, tastings? So Kane actually used to do those there, oh, yeah. um, and that's something that kind of fell off. I don't, I honestly don't know why, but I but do know get, Kane's down to do it. He's ready to yeah. go, yeah, and, and this is something get, you should do at happy absolutely. hour. Absolutely, yeah. you know, just just absolutely introduce it. Yeah, yeah. and introduce yep. the story and, and, and let people know what's going. Pair on. it with some barbecue and absolutely. try it out. Yeah. yeah, and we do tastings all the time. Like when we were talking about events, and people are pouring around us. You know, twenty, thirty 
$40 bottles of wine and people are lining up for more happy hour. I love it. Because it's just not harsh one way or the other. You know, it's just easy to drink. It's approachable. Look what Two Buck Chuck did. Yeah. Right? (laughs) I mean, the fact that Two Buck Chuck, like, you know, you have like an affordable wine. Right. Like, you know, but this is something that's so much different. I mean, you've filled a different niche. Yes. And you've done it with class and you've done it quality with Thank quality you, you know you. and like that's really the cool and the fact that you're willing to come and bullshit with drinking on a podcast i'll do it all the time uh, that's a... oh you're unplugged i'm unplugged buddy you're, you're unplugged this is sean unplugged <laughs> you're unplugged back in yeah cool right on. yeah but no i am a huge fan of this wine um sweet i'm glad I, uh, you like it when are we going to do a tasting here? We are going to yes. plan one. Yeah, yeah we've been it. talking about it, just working out schedules and all that. Absolutely. It'd mm-hmm. be great. So how is uh, being in business with your husband? It's so much fun. So, I mean, because, you know, he's gone quite a bit with being a fireman, it's it's a great time for us to spend time together. So when we go and do these events, you know, together, it's just, it's, it's a fun time. We work really well together. I mean, we you know, kind of divide and conquer, right? So he does the social media, he does a lot of the CFO work, and I'm traveling out and about, and um, it really is fantastic. We met each other, I was 16 when I met him. Wow. We wow. dated for about 10 years, we've been married for five, so awesome. it's definitely working. I mean, wine, wine makes you happy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that's the secret to a great marriage, a little bit of wine. Yeah. <laughs> or happy a lot of wine. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So what's uh, what's next? What's on the right? Or you guys, how many cars do you guys have? You guys, I saw you, so, I saw you have a little wrapped oh, yeah, car. We do. We have a wrapped yeah, car. Really cool. So we've got like a Fiat that. and we wrapped in happy hour. It's so much fun. It, it's a, a great car. It definitely uh, makes a lot of people turn their heads on the freeway or... Um, we've got the red on one yeah, side and the Chardonnay great. on the other. We only have one right now, but it's so funny because we'll be at events and people will say like, oh, I saw one of your cars on the freeway. And we're like, yeah, just one of the many. Right. <laughs> How many cases of wine can you get in that Fiat? Oh, you'd be surprised. We have done <laughs> events to where, it. oh, we pack it, you know, to where the things like, <coughs> we're going to Fred Flintstone you get a, get it. get an easy you know, up in there? <laughs> you know, we haven't gotten an easy up in Not there yet. before, but yeah. <laughs> It's definitely, uh, it's amazing how much you can pack in there. Yeah, you'd be surprised. We're actually looking at a catering vehicle right now. And yeah. we're, um, I went and looked at their, it's called the Dodge Pro Master. And uh, I mean, it's huge. And then I looked at their one, it's called the City. It's uh, kind of more of a smaller, smaller one. And the amount of stuff you can get in these cars nowadays, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. I always thought like, you know, the Prius. That's what I was just going to say. Those yeah. were like how small they are. Yeah. And my fat ass fits in there, no problem. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, me, and, me and you? Now you're pushing it. Now you're pushing it. <laughs> now you're pushing it. Yeah, now you're pushing it. Uh, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that's looking to get into the wine industry or think that wine might be their passion? Oh, gosh. Um, be be ready for a long road ahead. It's definitely not as easy as it seems. You know, it seems very glamorous on the outside, right? Like, you guys go to, you know, the winery and you make wine and uh, you could do events and everything's all glamorous. But gosh, there's so many times where I'm behind the desk filling out state sure. paperwork and all this stuff. So it's definitely there's a lot of work that goes into it. But like I said, when you walk into a store and you see your product on the shelf, there's no better feeling mm-hmm. than, you know, something that you've worked so hard for. And so 
definitely, you know, thank you to you guys for putting, you know, believing in us and adding it to Cali Comfort's menu. Well, every, thank everything you, you guys is for everything Valley is earned. Farms. Everything's earned with yes. Derek and myself, and you know, Absolutely. even the people that we first meet. It's you know, it, it's a relationship. And, it is. You know, you're going to have to deal with me <laughs> now, um, and my team, but you know, for us, it's so important to be part of the story and to find yes. people that actually that love what they do. I mean, fuck, they wake up and like, it's not easy. You know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of things that go wrong and a lot of things, you know, we have, you know, plans to do different things and, you know, get ready for our spring Valley event. And mm -hmm. we, we've got work to do, yeah. you know, we've got work to do. We've got to get our sign up forms ready. We've got to get our sponsors locked yeah. in. We've got to get, you know, the sh street shut down. We've got to get the permit. There's lots of things that have to happen. But like you said, when you come to the event, you're like, oh, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah. I want to, you know, throw a barbecue festival yeah. in front of my restaurant. Yeah. Like, well, you, you can, but get ready. Yeah. You know, just get ready for all the work that it's going to yeah. take. And even eight years later, we're still got plenty of work to do, you know, and you have to embrace that work. Yes. And it is, isn't it a trip that that's like what keeps us going, though? <laughs> it's like the, the fucking crazy hectic stuff that you Absolutely. know like that's what keeps that fire going at least at least for me man it's like there's always going to be something i'm always doing something i'm on the go the the stagnant life just uh, isn't for me and so. that's why i love that opening of every behind the smoke podcast yeah. you know because there there is no red bull there is no monster no. energy drink that gives you more fuel to move forward on your business. People telling you that you can't do it. Yeah, people yeah. tell us all the time. You're, you know, you're never going to get to where you want to be, and there's a lot of no's. But Did you, you know run what? into any anybody that gave you anything based on your age or your gender? Gender. Um, you know, absolutely. Like, people oh, don't, don't take know what the me fuck seriously. You're about. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. people think like, that you know I haven't. You don't spent run. You don't run the business. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Actually, fuck yeah, yeah I, I do. do. <laughs> yes, exactly. Everyone's always like, oh no, but your parents own it, and I'm like, no, no, it's no, just us. Like, no, it's me. And so, um, yeah, that we've run into that in, in this industry, you know, there's definitely a lot of people that have been around for a long time in the industry that feel like they know. And so that's one of our struggles and one of our hurdles, you know, is just getting over that and having them believe in us and believe in our product um, and, and move forward. Because we, we do, we've gotten a lot of no's, but when you get those yeses, I mean, yeah. in between, it makes every no that much, you know, sweeter. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the no's will make the, the yeses feel so exactly, great. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. I was looking at where they're at. Yeah, so we're, we're all over the place. So uh, across 23 states, we're Whole Foods in Southern California, Arizona, Nevada, we're in the fresh market in 12 states, total is that wine. Fry's in Marketplace? Fry's Marketplace. That's like is Fry's, in the electronic Ari store? No, no, no. no. There's, in there's Arizona, a, there's Fry's yeah. Food. No, Fry's like, yeah. fuck, they're selling electronic <laughs> 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 we're, we're all Fry's. Uh, yeah. Fry's, uh, Fry's and Amazon so coming GMO. up with a food, yeah. food business. Yeah. But I mean, everything from California to Florida to Indiana. What's your to biggest North market? what state is so ca california is definitely you know one that we focus on so much we live here you know we're so involved with classic we go on ride-alongs mm -hmm. uh with all the reps all the time it's a lot of fun to to develop those relationships but even you know north carolina south carolina are huge for us mm -hmm. um and everything's just continuing to grow what you about know, media coverage like how do you guys go about getting media coverage yeah. for so we haven't gotten much and we really want to get out there and get Twitter. more. Yeah, exactly. Get we, on Twitter. Got, yeah, get on Twitter. We've got... Uh, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, all, all the, everybody's on. Yeah. Uh, everybody's on. Uh, all the media people are yeah. on I Twitter. agree with that. Yeah. I, I, I honestly 
I, I don't discredit at that. Happy but. hour but of wine. Isn't, are yes. you just constantly attached to your phone if you're on Twitter? I don't yeah. know what constantly. You're about. What are you talking about? That's so a, that's who he when is. Twitter was first coming about. out yeah. um, at KNB, I started one just for all the reasons yeah. that you said. And that's all my phone did all day. I was right. like, oh, well, I mean, oh you hell can, no. You can, uh -huh. you can control your notifications just like you know any social app. But the most important thing is telling the journey. Yes. And like that's the best part about social media is you know interacting, telling the journey. And, developing relationships that wouldn't have happened unless you were on Twitter or you were on Instagram. You know, it's like you're, let's say you're, where, where, where'd you go the last state you went to? Uh, so I was actually just in Florida up until last night. So there you go. You're in Florida yeah. and you're out there for your business yes. and you see the devastation of yes. the hurricane yes. and you can literally talk about that. Absolutely. You know, like these are things that you're, you're immediately trying to run your business and this is what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is a powerful narrative of who you are as a businesswoman. Yes. And then somebody might find that story and then they'll like, you know, happy hour wine. Yeah. Then they learn more about you. They put in a publication that becomes SEO content that drives yes. people to get your product into their stores. Right. You know, no, it's very true. Yeah. Very powerful. It is. So we're going to be tweeting at you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. I mean, actually, Corey just had a, uh, a photo up last night. We posted this yesterday because I was in between flights at 30,000 feet and I open up to get a drink on Southwest. And, uh, you know, it says happy hour every hour. Cheers to going places. That's and awesome. I was like, yeah, that's a, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. You know? oh, that's awesome. I've got my uh, my laptop out with my, my label. <laughs> that's rad. <laughs> So it's it's out that's there. It's something messaging. that's ingrained. Yeah, it's something that's ingrained. You know, happy hour is ingrained in all of us. You know, right. you say it, you instantly think of good things. So it's all just about making something that's you know household words into a household brand. So it says vegan and yes. non-GMO. Yes. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. Wines. Vegan. It's yeah. fine. It's the fining goes it through is. fish. Goes through fish bones. Wow. A lot of yeah, a lot of yep. people don't know that. So basically, I had no fucking yeah, idea the, that wine couldn't be vegan. Yeah, yep. in the refining you know no. process. I had no fucking idea. Mm -hmm. In the refining process, you you know, it's it's definitely something that so many winemakers still use. Mm -hmm. um, but the other fish bones that are used, and it's a it's a filtration process. It goes through the fish bones, and if it goes through that, then you can't call it vegan. So we don't use that. Um, so mm. our wines What do you are, use? Is it proprietary? It's, uh, no, it's not proprietary. There's just other ways <coughs> to use like kind of a plastic film. There's there's other What's, filtration how many, processes. How many in the marketplace are vegan wine? Not, not a lot. Not that many. Really? No. Yeah. It's just something that's been used in, in winemaking for years and years, and so you just have to really... I'm so vegan today. <laughs> this I, is I've had water and wine. I'm fucking exactly. just crashing my vegan. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, we're non-GMO. We've got low sulfites in our wines. And then we always say it's, it's gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all wine is gluten-free, <laughs> but people don't know. You know, you never people know. People don't know. No. People don't know. Exactly. I'm with it. I have yeah. a, customer, sure. a couple customers that this is a list of things that... They're, they're buzzwords. Constantly. That, yeah. I mean, I've been out on searches for non on GMO bourbons and whiskeys for like the last two, three months. Sure. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. So that's great to know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've, you, I've we've really thought holistically. Yes. Yeah. We've thought holistically about this brand. You know, it's not just about, okay, we've got great wine. Perfect. But no, we're going the extra step to make sure that we're covering all of our bases. How far out are you planning for your business? Like how far out? Are we talking, uh, you know, with the with the vineyard out in Spain? Uh, you know? Yeah. So, well, right now we're, um, you know, doing 2017. So right now our vintage is 2016. So what's great about Spanish wine is, uh, you know, we actually harvest the grapes quite young. We 
make the wine quite young so it's like fresher and you know it's not heavily oaked. I think you can taste that on yeah, the freshness. Absolutely. So you know we're always looking a couple of years out. Um, so we're planning on growing significantly next year. So you guys have a partnership with the with the vineyard yes, out there? Yes, we okay. do. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. And yeah. that, does anybody out there help you or you just literally roll out there? No, no. They like, definitely okay. help us. Yeah, they're they're absolutely fantastic. Do they have a tasting room out there? Uh, or is that no, not a thing in Spain? Uh, they It is a thing in Spain, but they're we're, you know, definitely more production focused. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you sell it in Spain? No, we don't sell it in Spain. Just in the U.S. Wow. Yeah. Really? Maybe someday, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It seems to make sense, right? Absolutely. It's right, right there. You don't need to ship it. Drop, yes. drop a few uh, yes. cases off. Yeah. Hey, so why don't you sell this for us? You can just call it Siesta. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. but then that, that opens up a whole, you were talking about state reg, state regulation. Now you have international. International, international, international regulation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, your, your, yeah. Ta- your, ta- your tax man will have fun with that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's just, you know, I, I, I've got so much time on my hands. I might as well, right? Right, right. I know. I like that. Well, this is awesome, guys. We just yeah. uh, can't thank you guys enough for, for coming in, spending some time with us. Thanks um, so much for having great. us. Um, follow you on, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. And um, so what, happy hour what's your wine. Instagram? So at Happy Hour Wine is, is Happy Hour's Instagram, and then I'm Jolly Good Times. Jolly Good Times. <laughs> and then you're you're going to have a Twitter account for us, too. So yeah. We'll put in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Kat? I have an Instagram, but I don't ever use it. Okay. So, <laughs> you, so, you, will, so you will start <laughs> using <laughs> it. The, the Valley Farm one. You will start using it. Uh, Corey is my Instagram Corey account. Is your Insta- he has account. lots of Instagram. I think he broke Instagram. He can't even switch between that many accounts anymore. Uh, but you guys know how to find us, contact us, check out the show notes, uh, tweet at us, um, send us your questions, sign up for Spring Valley Tailgate and Barbecue Festival. It's November 5th. Um, it's a big day. We're going to have fun out I'm on stoked. Troy Street. Ready. Uh, we, have a meet- we have a meeting today, Sean. I know. You can't go anywhere. I can't. I got you. I'm getting uh, some beer head. and wine involved in that. Beer and wine, absolutely. Hopefully happy, happy hour, hour wine. That's yeah. what I was on the front patio, right? We're gonna Hopefully have a happy, happy hour. hour. Is it patio absolutely. only? Yeah, we're not unless you right. want to do the permit for the entire street. I've done it before. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've done you got several the insurance of them. On it? Um, that's on you. But actually, <laughs> if you want to give away a free car, we can get the insurance taken I care of. I don't want to give away a free car. <laughs> Um, but we will, we will have a happy, we will have a happy Cali comfort. That's for sure. Um, thank you very much for coming. We, we appreciate both you ladies. Thanks so much for having us. This has been great. Thank you. Thank you. Behind the smoke.